You know, one of the things that I notice in my day, just in my life at this point, at this age, is how frail we are as human beings, but how mighty we want to project our image out into the world. And there's a price to pay for that because it's an imbalance and people around you end up babysitting you. And those who want to appear to be so strong and appear to be so mighty, we have social media now and we, we work so hard to put up an image that's so, you know, the, the life is so wonderful. Life is wonderful, right? But we put up this image so hard, but yet in the midnight hour when we're crying and when we're, we're sad and when we're licking our wounds and insecure, we expect other people to babysit us. And I'm not babysitting anybody. Deal with your issues. Deal with your issues. Focus on those. Stop focusing on making the exterior so wonderful, but you know the interior is rotten. And I'm not saying this as an absolute. I'm not saying that everybody's rotten on the inside. I just, I just, my thing is work on what you have to work on. Life is too short. I'm still bedazzled and, and kind of like shocked. Not really, but I know when you get older, as you get older, I know I play, I play games, little, little, little mind games, little, little number games. And I'm like 55, you know, 55. And I'm thinking back to when I was much younger and how 55 was like ancient. I mean, when I was 15 years old, 30 was ancient and we can't stop that. And and I wouldn't trade that for anything in the world because I know I've been blessed to make it to this age. We have a lot of cocky youngsters out here who might be dead next year. You know what I mean? So just as well as I might be. But that's neither here nor there. My thing is that there's no time to waste. I just don't have time to waste to go with the back and forth games that people have because of their insecurities. We're all insecure about something. I mean, a healthy sense of insecurity. Yet when you walk through the mall, everybody's confident, shaking Porsche keys and and Bentley key keychains and you know not that they all are doing that but the whole game is you know make it appear to be this way and that way yet we have more suicides yet we have more drug addictions yet we have more people depressed and having to take drugs in their mind uh, or to feel up to escape from a reality that is so sour to them what's wrong there's something wrong isn't that something that we have social media where people put out all of these wonderful things, but in the midnight hour, we're putting drugs in our arms and popping pills and alcoholics and sex addicts and mad and fussing and fighting and peeping. You can tell the nosy person on the block by the Venetian blinds that they have. They're all busted up. <laughs> I call them Venetian blind players. <laughs> Why are you so nosy? And, and, and I say Facebook, but I mean all social media. And yes, I'm on social media, but... There are a lot of people who get mad at me because they'll say, hey, man, didn't you see what I put out on my page? And I'm like, I hardly ever get on to get on to put stuff that I created up. I do that if I see somebody's thing on the timeline, I see or they send me a message or whatever. But I'm not on there like that. I'm not on there going through hundreds of people's pages. So you just told on yourself because you do that. And, I, and, and there's nothing wrong with a healthy sense of, let me see how my friend is doing. And you click on something. I'm, I'm not talking about that. But this whole thing where you see each other in the street and don't talk, but you're peeping up on their page. 
That's sick. That's sick. And they begin to think that it's not creepy. Or you don't, you, you're not connected with a person, but you, you're watching the page of their children and c- calling you back and saying what happened with your child before you know, and they're waiting to see some drama. No, that's creepy. So the creepy people, don't come my way, please. If you can use this <clears throat> medium in a proper sense, then fine. And I'm just saying little things off the top of my head because this particular conversation um, is non-directional. You know another creepy thing that I find? Say, for example, you have a bunch of friends that you've had from like, okay, because I am 55 and I had friends from single-digit ages, I might have known somebody since 1970. <clears throat> and they are hardly online, right? But then, like, say you know like about 10 people from that time period of your life and you've connected all the way up through there's somebody you met in the last few years that you never met and they're on all their friends list. Wait a second. Are you stalking me through my friends? <laughs> Has anybody ever noticed that? Um, there's a lot of strange movements that come to light in social media. And we've gotten so relaxed that we just telling ourselves. And all I think is that, you know, for me, that thing helps to make the years go by because we don't have the face to face personal contact it's an artificial contact. It's something that is 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 compromised. It's like when you're in the hood or in the inner city, going to the corner stores, and you know, I heard a little kid the other day. The, the mother had some drink, some grape flavored drink. You know what the kid said? Mommy, I want some juice. When she, when he saw the the drink, that's not juice. You see what our kids are getting used to? I mean. They think, and this is not all, but this is just an example, that we take the artificial thing for being the real thing. We take the communication in our text messages and on social media as being the real thing, but it's watered down. And on that thing of ghetto juice, I'll call it that, like sundew ju- drinks from back in the day. And I don't know how many people, that's maybe, maybe a New York tri-state area thing from back in the day. Well, they might say 10% fruit juice. That doesn't justify that it's 90% sugar and water and, and artificial colors. And then you wonder why you're not healthy. So look at the kind of communication that we have over social media that we depend on now that has usurped real communication. And then you wonder why we don't have healthy relationships because it's so watered down. So I want to rid myself of those unhealthy relationships. Yes, for business, for messages. And yes, there are people across the country that you just can't physically meet all the time. Not a problem. But this, you're around the corner, or we work on the same job, or we used to work on, and then we just peep on each other. That's sick. You might as well just jump over my fence and peep at me through my window. You might get shot, but you might want to try it that way. It's, it's the same effectiveness. We're just, we're, just, we're just doing a visual on each other while we float through life and we don't have any real connections. So the more and more that I've replaced this artificial stuff with real connections because i don't even respond to certain people i'm not gonna lie i know you fake but don't you think that um yeah you know no like uh, you know piggybacking off what you're saying that is that um don't you think that sitting down together with our friends or people that we know good it's better it's 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 better for us to sit down with each other and 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 talk with each other than um social media i know Social media is a 
way to get for me it, it's a way to get things out and around the world for people to hear exactly what's going on know what's going on but when we know people like our friends our family um, I notice we don't even sit down and have a conversation anymore it's just about so everything is about social media everything because it's either texting or whatever and all that stuff we don't face to face nobody don't want to sit down face to face and talk to anybody anymore because it, even your family, if you have an, a, a disagreement and um, you rather talk to about talk about it on the phone at a texting or call each other and curse out each other on the on the phone. No, cur curse if, me out in person so I can smack the taste out your mouth. That's what, what I like. You no, know what I mean? But what about you sitting down together, come together and, and you They know, throw a message at you and block you. That's that punk stuff. But go ahead. Yeah, but it's, it's for me, it's, <laughs> it's sitting down together and work this thing out because, I mean, it's so messed up because usually this doesn't happen because before social media, people used to get together or you meet, you meet up and you talk or whatever and all that stuff, but now it doesn't happen anymore. Everybody is on the, the, the phone, they're driving down, and that's why we have so much accident too because... People driving on the phone. Even this morning, I see this man driving down the street. This Chinese man, and he was down in the phone. How you? you know, he wasn't looking on the road. He just down in the phone. That's why we have accidents. We, I, um, I don't understand what's really going on. Every day I drive down the street, I see two and three accidents. Eighty-five percent of the people I see next to me driving, they have their phone in their hand, and that tells me. And they have it in their hand in a way where you know that they're using it. And um, I've seen police officers, guys driving ambulances, uh, truck drivers, people in the cars, of course, flying past me. And I've seen accidents happen. No, but I've seen them doing it. And down two blocks or two miles down the road, you see them smashed up in the back of somebody's vehicle and several vehicles. And they're looking stupid. And now they have the same phone in their mm -hmm. hand calling the cops oh, <laughs> or yeah. calling the insurance company. You know, and I guess they, I guess it's a money making endeavor because the collision shops love it. Um the chop shops love it. You know, the insurance companies, I guess they don't love it because they have to pay out. But um, premiums go up, so I guess they do love it. But yeah. it, we're not connected. And, and I don't want to be a part of that. And I'm going to tell you from now, um, as, as the time goes by, I won't say in a year or in six months or in two years. But the only way to get to me eventually will be through my phone number, through my email address, through my website. The website. You want to see what I do? I'm not going to be pushing it out on social media anymore. You know, like, oh, God, look at, no. You want to peep on my page, you don't want to click on the site. I'm taking off everything. You won't know. You want to know? Well, let me see what's going on on the site. If you don't care to do it, have a happy life. I'll be having a happy life. I would love to be somewhere slow, somewhere out in the country, somewhere out in the woods, somewhere where you can hardly get a signal, somewhere where you could wake up, pick the fruit, walk through the woods, talk to somebody who might be half a mile down the road and sit there with them and vibe, and they throw you a piece of fruit or a plate of food and you walk and you see the nature and you watch the sun go down and you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I That's don't, I ever. don't, right, right. Mm -hmm. I, really, seriously, this, this society... What it's turned into is not appetizing to me at all, and I'm really getting sick of it. And, and maybe it's my fault because growing up, you know, I grew up in New York City, 
and and I used to be nosy and want to run up in places and see things. Maybe I saw too much life early on and experienced too much early on because I will admit that that my eyeballs have seen everything in life. I've seen everything. You, do you know what that means? Think up anything. Now, I'm not saying I've been to another planet or been an astronaut or traveled everywhere. But as far as human nature is concerned and human activity, there's nothing that I have not seen. I've experienced much of it. But I mean, seen around me where my eyeballs can see as much as it wants to see before I decide to pull away. Before the age of 17 or 18, there were no mysteries to me anymore. This is why I can look past the, the mask that a person will put on or that front that they'll put on, I can see right past it so easy because I know what's in, at the core. And it, it's, it's, ha it's frightening in a happy way. Like, wow, I can see past this person. And others can't sometimes, and others can. And this is why I've kind of pulled away from a lot of, because I can be the life of the party easily. I love it. But then I'm, I'm an introvert and I'm an extrovert at the same time. I, I, I can be... That one in front of the lights and saying, and I could turn around and just be quiet and go in the corner or just take a walk and be by myself. I remember I used to walk through Manhattan. I would go to the gym back in the day and even after high school because I went to high, high school in Manhattan. So imagine being in the great Manhattan when you get out of high school, right? Even before that, learning it with my father as he drove around to different jobs. But when you walk around and you see that, you get used to that. And it's like you taste the other thing. And at this phase in my life, oh, I, I just want to prepare for the next level. You cannot prepare for the next level by indulging in, in this mass uh, 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 session of, of, of nosy masturbation, meaning that you nosy and you just you just nosy and you're, you're not treading. You're treading water. You know, people say I could never write a book. But all day long, what they put on Facebook, talking and arguing and inboxing people saying, oh, look at this page. I copied and paid. Here's a screenshot. They know what they did. You wrote the equivalent of three chapters of a book by the end of the day by what you wrote on social media. What are you getting back for it? I'm putting my stuff on my blog. That's my legacy. I'm not going to put it up on somebody else's platform that they can snatch down or put you in Facebook jail. And I'm using Facebook as an example. It's, it's, it's like we're trying to fill up a bucket with water because we got to walk up the hill and bring that water back. But we have 10 holes in the bottom of it. We wonder why by the time we get to the house on the top of the hill, we don't have any water in the bucket. You wasted your time. I could imagine these kids now, and I call them kids in their 20s. What did you do with your life other than be on social media? You might have done a few things because you got to eat and sleep and you have to work to pay for where you are and pay for your car and pay for food. But other than that, what have you done? Okay, like, okay, I remember memories growing up as a kid playing in the front, going to friends' houses in the park and laughing and talking. Throw a dollar in your pocket and that held you for the whole day. Inflation made it different, right? You get some drink, get some snack on, you go to your friend's house and eat. I remember those days, Right. And, and, and you would have organic grassroots connections. But what what history, what what memories do these kids have? Well, uh, uh, remember we were on MySpace? Remember we were on Facebook? And all of a sudden you're an adult. Now, boom, what happened? You Your childhood has been robbed. These kids, these kids <laughs> are, I don't know. Because you see all, even these little girls and little boys walking down the street coming from the bus stop coming off the bus from school 
and the words them that they have in their mouth is uh, is unbelievable. Sometimes I'm looking like, whoa, like you, you can't even believe it. Six year old, seven year old, eight year, even adult, 17, 18, because when you're 18 years old and whatever, you are an adult. So these kids, I don't understand what's going on with these kids and and the kids that don't have the, the kids that don't have no life they have their phone and they're cussing and they're talking to their friends and saying all them words they're on the phone they're throwing they're their not, lives away no because they're not they don't have their friends where they can sit down together and do their homework together you know like when we were growing up you and your friends they can sit down or you all come home as brothers and sisters and you have to get your homework done before you can do any anything else and then after that's finished then you can play with your friends them and you do things together you make because when we were growing up, we used to make our own toys, them together, we make our own dolls. We sold the dolls, get the material and stuff. And all the while you're laughing and talking and bonding. Yeah, and then, you know, you're doing all kind of stuff, cutting, use have tools, cutting wood with I'm your with hands that. and doing I'm stuff when we were growing up. But these kids don't know nothing about those things. These kids don't have no life. This, as you say, and, and we're not we're not blaming social, them. We're yeah, not blaming it's them. It's, it's just social a, media. The, the, yeah, that and, and the victim of this plastic society. Yeah. And we this is a plastic society. Too, we are we as parents are to be blamed too because we shouldn't we shouldn't be giving our kids these things. We should control those things, but we don't control it. We let somebody else control our kids for us. And that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I think we have a big problem there because we need to be a parent and not letting outsiders dictate to you what you're supposed to do inside well, you, of your home. Let me tell you something. When, when, when I went down and, and Keston showed me where you grew up, and, um, you know, it, it, it was a whole different world. And I, I couldn't believe how, like, they embraced him. They saw him, hey, Keston, hey, Keston. And they were so happy to see him. And and so so even when I stepped out of the vehicle, different times you step out or you just stay in the vehicle, these guys reached over and showed me love too in a, such a sincere way. Yeah. Yet and still I have people who I grew up with on social media who peep up on my page and, and can't stand it when they see me living life and won't even say, man, that's a nice thing. That's weird. Sad. That's weird. Sad. So so what do you what, what do you think I want to be around? You know, when we think about the good old days, what will be the good old days for these kids or, or these, these, these ones who are in teens and 20s, early 30s, who know their whole life they knew, knew of the cell phone and social no, media. Nothing about but when you talk about making dolls and whatever you do, that, that was such a different vibe for me because that is the country in Jamaica, mm -hmm. right? Way, way, way up in the mountains in the in country. The <laughs> and, and you had the town square where, you know, some of the folks... Were hang, hanging out, and they had little, 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 little places where you could get something to drink and sit there for the whole day. Little shops. We just, we have shops. You know, right. you all say, "Oh, um, the store, whatever." But we have shops. Right, like right. You go to the shop and you buy whatever. But, the but little the, shops and stuff like that, and you're happy with it. But um, no, but that you it was so peaceful. No, but here, what what I know is, if you don't have the big this, the big mall, the big supermarkets, the big this, the big that, people is not happy with that. But you know, you don't have to have all of that to be happy because you can have little things and be no, happy with. It. You know, you feel good with it and you feel you, you have people around you that show you that kind of love and you are laughing and talking and enjoying your day. And a uh, man, when when the night comes down at the end of the day, you are ready by 630, 
seven, you're ready to go to bed. Everybody, you know, most no, but that's the way I felt because the sun goes down. Yeah, it was beautiful. I wasn't nervous. The sun rising, you wake up when the sun rises, you know, (laughs) and it's it's a beautiful thing. You are more healthy and everything. You're taking care of yourself, eating right, and so you you don't have to live in the big city. I don't have, you know, like in Jamaica, you don't have to live in Kingston or the big cities, Montego Bay or wherever in in Jamaica to feel happy. You can be in the country and you'll be the happiest bird flying around, you know, (laughs) and it feels good. It feels really no, but, good no, to but do that. I, I haven't. And, and I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that you get to see that and experience it and see how the people were. Well, you know, I, well like, that's why now I can understand better the peace that you have in your heart as opposed to the madness that's out here in the world. And I saw that. I saw that when we first met. I saw that peace and I felt that peace because you're disconnected from all of this foolishness. Yeah. <laughs> You're not, oh, I got to get my nails done. Oh, I got to get my hair done. Oh, I got to get this dressed. Oh, I, you, you didn't say nothing about my hairstyle. You can tell the world how I love to see your hair. You have a couple of bra- in the round of house, you just have a couple of braids, whatever. I think it's the cutest thing, the oh, most natural wow. thing. <laughs> I love crazy. it. I love it. You don't, have, you don't have to go pay somebody to fry your hair and bl- make it blonde. I like that the way it is, and I would be very disappointed if you came home with some straightened blonde or red or whatever hair. I'm not losing my mind. No, no, no. I would not. not, No, no. You know me. That'd be the quickest way to chase me. Chase me away is to become one of these little plastic, you know, thoughts. I'm not into all of that. That's not me. That it's not me. It's just not me. Um, To walk around polishing my nails or with long nails and stuff like that. I cook, I clean, and all that stuff. It's organic. Right. Been into that. I love the natural um, stuff. So I'm just like that. It's not me. I'm not going to change for anybody. You know, and uh, that's I mean, a big waste of money and a big waste of time. Yeah, and, 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 and for what? And, I, and I'm the way the creator had created me. I am happy with it. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not going to change. But it I think for that's what pisses else. a lot of people off that you are happy with it because now they say, dang, how could she be happy like that without the makeup on and without all this stuff on and the electrical tape, uh, 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 eyelashes? <laughs> and no, it looks like electrical tape, <laughs> little pieces of electrical tape over the eye, oh, for real. You are so funny. You know, and then they got to be stiff tape. now. Now you can't do nothing. You can't ride a bike. You can't get water on you. You can't jump in the pool. You can't get sweaty. What good are you? And a lot of these guys don't, it doesn't matter to them because all they want to do is use you as a sperm receptacle anyway. And some of these guys are so stupid talking about, oh, they love the, they love the, um, the weave, weaved up here and whatever well, and whatever. Well, that's, that's, that's how the keeping. creator creates you. You look so stupid if you're saying stuff like that. I don't care if you want to get mad at me or anything because that doesn't even matter to me. But what I'm saying, y'all are stupid for saying stuff like that, that you, you like to see a woman with the, with the weave in there. That's not her hair. She bought it. We're, that, we, that, you're, you're, you're we're, you're we're living. We're living in the porno uh, ages mm-hmm. because because you see see this is another thing. We're jumping around like crazy, and that's what I want to do because my mind is scrambled all over the place. But these guys watch so much porn that that becomes the standard. They're not even into you. They're using your physical body as a template to overlay their pre-existing fantasies and fetishes, and you're just a warm body. This is why it's so easy for men to. 
go to bed with another man because they just want a blowjob. So they, they, they focus on the fact that, well, I'm not thinking of this man having a penis, but he has a wig on and makeup um, and fake breasts. So I'll focus on that. that here and whatever. Right. Why so not you're not into the, the woman. You're into the, to, to the, to the secondary props. No, but for me, it would be best for you to be feeling the natural the natural here. If you want, <laughs> they don't you, care about if that. If you want to rub your hand in your woman here and feel up the hair and whatever and and stuff, and you feel good when you're doing that, whatever. Most men rub but, their hand through a woman's hand. It feels like they're rubbing their hand over train tracks. Yeah. So why you um why you wanna be feeling up some fake plastic here and whatever? Well, well, what 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 that what it does? What do it do for you? What, well, well, look at it this way. We, I don't we, understand. We were we you know most many people. I'm not gonna say because um. Most were not breastfed. Most did, came into this world without the connection to their mother. True. The first thing they had, they were looking for the breast instinctively. And it, to me, when you look at it that way, and, and I'm not putting anybody down who wasn't breastfed. I'm just stating the facts as it was, as it is, my feelings, because we're all coming up in a crooked container. We all have come up in the society deficient in something. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not putting you down. I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm not Mr. Perfect. I got a lot of things I'm dealing with and have had to deal with and have to deal with. So I'm just pointing it out that, you know, in the muck and mire of this world, maybe you can point something out that I need to uh, 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 focus on. Right. But when look from the beginning, you have this plastic bottle stuck in your mouth. No life to it. Plastic. So look at the plastic artificial food that we're eating. Does it shock you that a lot of Chinese food that they give you is plastic and you can't absorb it? You can't get no connection to the earth, mm-hmm. to the universe? We don't want to be in the sun. We're scared of being in the sun. We're mm-hmm. putting on the bleaching cream. So we have no connection to the earth. That's nutritious. It's nutritious for your feet to touch the soil. It's nutritious to be breastfed. So now we don't have the entertainment of each other and being social beings. We, we, we have the TV, we have the computer, we have social media, which has taken away something out of that communication. It's taken away the warmth out of the communication and that connectedness. It's like you on one side of a sliding door, a glass sliding door, and me on the other side, and I'm trying to get you pregnant. Can't happen. Because we can see each other, we can titillate each other, but the real connection will never happen. So on a spiritual level, we can act this way. See, I've gone to gatherings and see people, oh, how are you doing? And they feign love and they kiss each other. And you see on their eyes, oh, that bitch thinks she all that. That's like me wanting to go and I'm asking the question. And I'm in this artificial plastic garden where all the trees and all the plants are artificial. And I'm saying, where the bees? Ain't no bees around here. The bees don't want to deal with no artificial stuff because it's not real. They're not going to fly around that. There's nothing to do there. And many of our relationships and our connections are that. And, and lots of times we have become that. We have become that. Like, like, like what I see, uh, and I'm going back on Jamaicans now because that's what I know. It could be from Trinidad. It could be from Guyana, Barbados, Puerto Rico, anywhere, right? But a lot of us who are here that go down to visit our homeland, we get all plasticed up. You know, we, we, we plasticize ourselves. If that's a word, let's make up a word. And, and we don't even look like the same person that... The other folks down there grew up with. And then the people down there think, oh, 
oh, you're really making it. Oh, but they might be scrubbing toilets and saving their money up for five year, years just to have that look. And they pass the money around. Here, mommy, here, here, here's five hundred dollars for you. Oh, here's a hundred. And they want to come off like, you know, Mother Teresa on a financial level. Well, Looking you, all plastic. But no, but the, the problem is with that, I can tell you the problem is with that. Okay, you go down there and you do that and you're showing out. And then when you come back, you can't pay your rent. <laughs> that's, that's a big, no, but it's true. No, that is so true. You do that and you come down and you show out. And you have to understand a, a lot of people that does that, what, they're doing something else too. And they, they know exactly what they're doing here. And then they go down there and they show off and they bring all this stuff down there. And you know you ain't working for that money. But you're doing something else for that money. And then you go down there and you're showing out like you have all of this and all of that. And then come to find out when you come here now and see how these people are living and the things that's going on. Then you realize, oh, it's not that easy. You have to bust your ass to get here. You but, know? But, but many people even here even to put out, uh, don't, don't want to sacrifice. You know, I, I know people who really work great jobs, but they don't budget. They work great jobs and they spend their money the wrong way. And I'm not in anybody's pockets. But after they have the great job, they wonder, like, why am I not living a more balanced life? Because they're not focusing on balance. They're focusing on money, getting things around them, looking at what other people have. I don't play that game. Like, you know, and I always say it. I drive a 1996 Toyota Corolla with a driver's side window don't roll up. I ain't fixed it yet. I don't think I ever want to fix it because I'm going to roll it until the wheels roll off. But you know what? I'm going to keep my money in my pocket and we're going to accumulate. You can make five cents a week. And if your overhead is two cents, you got an extra three cents. After a month, that's 12 cents. After 10 months, that's a dollar 20. And I'm not saying that you have to go and roll like that. I'm just making it on simple terms. What is so important about being a consumer? You're telling me that you're stupid. The necessities is what we need. You can get a want every now and then, but we want to live these Hollywood lifestyles over, over fast food money. I'm not putting anybody down who works at a fast food joint because there are people who work at fast food joints who have purchased homes and done things because they budgeted that money. Why the false ideals but in the middle of the night? Hey, man, you got, oh, you can, uh, so and so. No, no. If you really need, yeah, but if, if, if it's some foolishness and I'm watching you want to ball on somebody and flash and whatever, but I'm supposed to support your flashing or I'm supposed to support your lack of control? You have people who beg, 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 beg. And, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm on this and I said specifically, I'm speaking to specific situations. Because, I mean, hey, I got a PayPal, and I say, hey, I need help if you want to do it because this is what we do, and we all enjoy it, and there are costs involved. But at the same token, I'm expected to take care of what I projected to do. You have people who are, like I said, let's get specific. And maybe me, and me getting specific, this particular person will understand. And you know what? I don't even care. You got people out here, and I say people, but it's this one person I'm talking about. I won't say in what word, or what world. I'm saying what word. <laughs> I already said begging, right? They work. They do not want to budget. They refuse to budget and live within their means. And I will say this is a woman. She begs everybody. Oh, 
can you donate something for this? And can you, can you help me with that? And whatever. I'm talking about it's the word is out now. The word is out now. I mean, people are talking. And I mean, it's bad. What she asked you? What did she say to you? Well, uh, they, they said they needed this. And they said, so you got, you got family members who are irresponsible, plopping out kids. And what happened to their baby daddy? But but you you get an attitude when I can't or won't give to you what you've been begging a hundred other people and then literally a hundred other people. They come with sob stories. And then under their breath, oh, I need a sugar daddy. What kind of mess is this for a grown woman? Seriously. So you're teaching your kids that are already making several children already to do the same thing. And you're making yourself readily available for whatever sex act you want, the person wants performed. But you don't say it like that, but you're basically saying it like that. Different men, when well, we going to hang out, boo? Come on. And you scratch them in their lower back, all up in their face. A scratch in their nipple in their chest. When we going to go out, boo? Not me. It ain't happening. But, but there are people out here who, when you call them out, you're bad. And again, I'm not speaking of people who need because you know we help out as many people as we can when we can. As the spirit tells us and leads us. But we all know those types. But when you catch on to it, you got to call it out. I wish they would come at me again because they done collected thousands of dollars from people that they don't intend to pay back. And we're talking about irresponsible people. It's not so much the begging, but you're irresponsible because you know, oh, I know they're going to catch my back. Oh, I know. Hey, your, ba- your, your baby need diapers. Don't worry about relaxing cream. L- grow an afro. Why you need relaxing cream for? For what? There's things I want to do at my age. You do something irresponsible and you refuse to be responsible. You got to foot that. There's things I want to do right now and I'll say I cannot do. I can do them if I get irresponsible and take bill money and use it for that. But I cannot do that. I have to show restraint. I have to show discipline. I have to have vision and focus. And if I want something more, I'm expecting to put more of an output to work more. If you want more and don't want to work more, there's a problem. You want increased spending power, increase your output on how you earn. Be crafty instead of thinking up ways to beg people and and siphon money from them on a fraudulent level. Think up ingenious ways to make money honestly. Look out around you and see where there's a need and try to fulfill that need. Until then, wait for the opening and, and carry on. You know there's things I can get and there's things I want. But those are not needs. We took our time over years and built this studio. We had a vision. And we said, let's take our time. Lots of times... I was too tired. Look, for the last few years, I've been sleep deprived and I refused to do that. You understand? And I didn't know how bad it was. You used to tell me, honey, you need to get to bed. You, you, you can't be up till six o'clock doing a live show and have to get up at 10 o'clock in the morning. I was doing that for months until I saw some signs that scared the mess out of me. Wait a second. Why am I, why am I doing this and, and folks don't care? You know, Mm-mm. I got to do what I can do and stop it at that limit. But like I said, I would love to find myself in a place like just like where you grew up. 
That was heaven on earth, and I finally knew what it was like to be completely detached. And you see at night how cool it is? Mm-hmm. At night, it's, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah, because you're up in the mountains. Yeah, and then you have to cover it. Then in the daytime, it's nice and hot. I yeah, like that. You get a little bit of everything. But daytime, things grow nice all year round. Yeah, it's green all year round. And the one thing I love about it is there's no, so there's no snakes down there. I know. That's it. I'm glad. Because see, in Florida, see, see, in New York, in the woods, you can go out there. And um, the worst you might get is, um, what is this? Um, oh, God, when you get the ticks, when you get the... Um, so, so uh, Lyme disease, oh, so, you Lyme know, disease. right, right, right. And that's not common, really, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's snakes up there, but usually they don't bite and they're not poisonous. Um, bears, yeah, can get you, you know, um, but you got to mess with their cubs or be in their path. But when you go out in the woods up in New York, up in upstate New York, you know, down here, it looks prettier, more lush. You go out in there, you can get bit by a snake, a poisonous snake. All these spiders, brown recluse spiders that can... I got bit twice by a brown recluse spider. And it will eat away at your flesh over time if you don't deal with it, right? You're in Florida here. Alligators. I'm just... I don't like those raccoon and the (laughs) armadillo. And what's the other one? The The possum. The possum. Ugly old thing. Nasty looking... Nasty, just nasty looking thing. And we have all it around here now. Yeah, you can go in the, the backyard and see a raccoon, a possum, yeah, all the snakes things around here, and the snakes. And, well, I and see, we got a lake across the street, mm-hmm. so that, that supports life. Yeah, yeah, and then you have all this thing. Oh my goodness! The other day when I went over Winter Garden there last week Thursday, there was a big old gator. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I mean, I mean, the gator came out of water. And then just running back in the when I would when I'd start driving up, they run back in the water, you know. So it's so many things around here. It's like it's scary. Yeah, um, but you know what? Even that, that's the least of the worries. Right. It, it's the human. Beast. Yeah, the human is more. It's <laughs> <laughs> more danger out that's there why, with human beings. That's why I'm enjo- I'm enjoying being a part time hermit. I only come out when I have to. Um, I'm enjoying the fact that things are slowing down, but the output is just as much. And I'm looking forward to, you know, writing books and, and get more into the artwork. I started that. I have many projects with the art. Um, you know, very soon when I'm away, I'm going to say it that way. Um, we're going to write books and, and, and just really enjoy and sign off and enjoy the slower bit. Like I said, the sunrises and the sunsets and enjoying the passage of time because Days pop off so fast now. You start your, whatever your Monday may be. Say it's Monday, right? Monday to Friday. You look around, Friday's here. It's like, what happened? What did I do? What did I experience? And then we put so much on, oh, thank God it's Friday. It's the weekend. And the weekend comes and you're still stressing on something or your mind is not there. I find it so funny that, you know, when you are at work, and this is not everybody, but, oh, I can't wait to get home. I can't wait for the weekend. I can't wait to get home. I can't stand this place. You can't stand it? Well, then when you're finally home, what are you thinking about? Oh, it's two days before I go back to work. I can't stand that place. When you're at work, you're thinking about home. And when you're home, you're thinking about work. (laughs) Why can't you put it back where it belongs? When you're at work, focus on work and get the job done. Every phase of your life you need to be involved in and connected in. And you might find yourself, even if it's a job that you don't like, you might enjoy it a little bit when you add a little human connection into it and put yourself in the moment. That's the problem. A lot of us don't 
live in the moment. We're living in our past while we're in the present. We're living in the future, which is a good thing to a point. You have a vision and a dream, but don't be one who, I mean, okay, I always talk about the future, but I'm enjoying my present, this moment right here. This is October 3rd, 2018, and I'm enjoying this moment right here. Yes, I have to go to the plantation a little later on, but you know what? I am here right now. What's the difference between me sitting at this table during my work week as opposed to the weekend? So that means I'm getting a little bit of the weekend all week. But we cut it off. We don't have the connection. Be connected wherever you are. That's the bottom line. Because we're living in this plastic society that offers up things that don't give us the spiritual nutrition that we need. Don't give us the mental uh, stability that we need. We, we, we're, we're being shortchanged on a physical level. The cyber world. Well, you know, one day they're going to have glasses that they put over your face and headphones. And we're just going to sit there. And we're going to be pumped up intravenously with some food. And we're just going to sit there and be a vegetable. Enjoying life. Okay, I, 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 I want to see the porno channel. Click. You watch that. Oh, I want to see sports. Click. I, I don't have money to travel, but I want to go to a virtual country. I want to go, I want to, go to South America. Click. I want to, and we won't want nothing to do with reality. And we won't have the connection with each other like we need to have. And that's the problem. So me, I'm doing an about face on that. I will always be online, but I'm weaning myself off because I see what time it is. I'm not going to look around and find myself, wait a second, I'm not 55 anymore. I'm 65. And I have all these followers and don't know none of them. What's the point? But I tell you, 10 years from now, the Internet will not be around as it is. You'll have to pay for it to get around like we have it for free. After they got all the information on us, after we had chipped, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're already low jacked with the smartphones, so they know where we are. Every single Google search that you do is, is, is stored in. So they know, no, no, it's the truth. I'm not making this up. I read this directly from Google. Every Google search that you ever did is locked. I mean, they have it stored. So your, your, your patterns and your behavior they know it already. They know what you like. They know what you searched. It's almost like when they say the book of life and, and judgment day and your name is, is, is written in the book of life or not. And, and everything that you ever did, God knows about. Wow. So if, so if man can do this, what, what do you think the creator can do? Right? Because. That's on a whole different level. Whatever you call creator, whatever. I'm just, that's just a thought, an abstract thought thrown out there. But, but what would you think if you look at your real history? And that will tell you, and I tell a lot of women, you want to know about that boyfriend? Go click the history and see what he looks, like, look, look, looks at on a regular basis. And many of us don't go too many places. But living in this plastic society, I would say go for the real, reject the fake, and you begin to finally live. Many of us have never lived. And we're settling for this hijacked thing called social media. We don't have real relationships. We're really lonely and in denial about who we are. We don't want to work on ourselves. We want to work hard at having a better profile page than we do in life. And we're dying inside because of it. I don't want to die while I'm alive. I want more life force and I want an increased sense of life.
Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.